Blog Talk Radio. This is the Naked Talk with Alex Okoji. It's all about straight talk with some of the biggest global icons, leaders, entertainers, motivational speakers, authors, life coaches, relationship experts, social advocates, and extraordinary friends as they treat themselves their experiences, and share their unfiltered thoughts about life issues. I believe in stripping the lies and empowering the mind through the freedom of expression. I'm unapologetic about being open, so I motivate my guests to tell it like it is, and help my listeners build a presence of mind while finding their voice. So it's all about the best in authentic conversations, with real people about real life experiences. So let's keep it unfiltered, unscripted, uncensored, and uncut. You're welcome to today's episode. Talk with Alex Akurji, and yes, my name is Alex Akurji, and I am broadcasting live from Lagos, Nigeria, and I'm happy to be back here. Hey guys, <laughs> so how you all keeping? How you doing? What's your weekend like? What has it been? Oh God, it's been awesome, crazy for me. Um, I'm glad I'm somewhere around 90%. Um, I think I can talk today. Um, the last uh, two weeks has been quite a bit challenging, especially with the fact that I had like my dentist procedure and talking was a bit of a challenge. But hey, I wouldn't leave the queen of naked expression. 
um, if I couldn't talk right. So I'm excited to be back here. It's another Talk Wednesday, and I can't wait to speak with my guest on the show today. Well, last week on the show, on Talk Wednesday, I had a very special guest, uh, Joseph Benjamin, Nigerian actor. Um, he's a model. He's a television host, one of the, you know, one of the co-hosts of one of the biggest reality shows, MTM Project Fame in West Africa. And uh, it was nice to have Joseph here on the show. And we talked about, you know, him moving from grass to grace and basically his journey um, from, you know, just some young man struggling to find, you know, to make ends meet to becoming a celebrated African star. And it was really exciting to have that conversation. And, of course, on Friday Radio Special, I had my guest. Um, ah, yes, the very controversial queen of gossip herself, Stella Dimoko. And God, what did she throw me under the bus? <laughs> Typical of, you know, journalists, you know. She's um, a celebrated entertainment journalist, um, a blogger, gossip blogger, and, um, a, you know, a gossip columnist. And, you know, it was nice to have her here on the show. And we did have, you know, a great conversation. And, yes, we had quite a bit of callers as well. And, yeah, she did, you know, turn it around and make it seem like you're a tissue. She threw me on it at some point, you know, put me in the hot seat. Trust Stella. But, of course, like I said, you know, it's the Make It Talk, and we talk about everything. Now, welcome to the home of great conversations. It's all about the best and authentic conversation to empower minds. And, yes, we keep it real. We tell like it is. We don't apologize for how we feel, what we think. And, you know, I keep saying that expression is a sign of strength, not weakness. In other words, it's okay to be who you really are and express yourself. I mean, I keep saying it that, you know, um, if we can have more deep, meaningful conversations, then we would not be ignorant about so many issues. And so I'm, you know, looking forward to my show, you know, my guest on the show today. Oh, my God. And um, I can't really wait to, you know, basically have him, you know, talk to us about his uh, music, his experience, his journey, and, you know, quite a lot of other things as well. Uh, well, uh, let me first, you know, as we, as we do every week, you know, just quickly give a, a message to um, our friends at Hevolution Magazine. Um, they're all about giving your hair a voice and, give, and bringing to you the hair side of life. And you can find them at www.hevolutionmagazine.com. And, of course, our friends at the Tony Okoroji store. Uh, it's all about the best in intellectual property, the best quality music, movies, books, and all your intellectual properties, yes, you can find them at www.tonyokoroji.com. And, of course, our friends at QTV Entertainment and Events. QTV is all about your best in A-class entertainment and events. And you can find them at www.qtvevents.com. And don't forget, it's you know, September. It's time to join the SYC. Hashtag SYC is uh, Share Your Closet, and it's a charity auction event where you know, people, celebrities, and public figures come together to, you know, auction stuff from their closets and raise money for the less privileged and those, you know, living in slum areas. And I'm looking forward to the SYC. And you can join the SYC if you're charitable or feeling very philanthropic. You can, uh, you know, just go to, it's been hosted by Jacketed Paul Foundation. You can go to www.jacketedfoundation.com. Of course, you know, find out, you know, you can also, uh, it's, it's been organized by the QTB events in conjunction with the Paul Foundation. So feel free, you know, to join this campaign and, you know, let's help those in our community, those people who need it. Well, today on the show, you know, there's so much. I've got giveaways, guys, if you're listening. 
Uh, you know that you can join this conversation wherever you're listening from around the world. Um, the number to call in, I mean, it's right there on your screen. If you're calling from the U.S., just call dial 215-383-3766. Or if you're calling outside the U.S., you know, just make sure you, you know, you're at plus one. Plus one, 215-383-3766. And don't forget to use your hand raising effect. Press one so I know that you want to talk, you know. Press one so I know that you want to join the conversation, and, of course, we'll get you into the show. Well, today we're going to be talking about No Fear of Landing with my guest, Peter Kelly. And, you know, he's not the average run-of-the-mill singer-songwriter. His music has proven to be beyond the superficial, and as a vocalist, two soulful confessional lyrics breathe a certain relatable life to its listeners. Since uh, graduating with a degree in music performance from the prestigious Beckwith College of Music, you know, separating from his band, Hemingway's, and, of course, releasing his first solo EP, Forever Again, in 2012, or 2012, like some people say, which received rave reviews and stations from around the world of which one of the songs maybe was featured in Victor Bruno Chappelle. Now, you know, I don't want to give too much away because, you know, I feel like we need to get into the conversation and we can get to learn so much more about my very special guest on the show, and I, you know, I don't want to jack this conversation too long, but uh, let's see, yes, my guest is right here. Uh, hi, Peter. Hey, Alex, Peter. how you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Hi. I'm doing good. How's everybody? Thanks for having yeah, me. Well, welcome to the Naked, welcome to the Naked Talk with Alex Security. I'm very excited to have you here on the show today. How's the weather in New York? What was that? I missed what you said. Um, I, I was I was saying that how's the weather in New York? How's oh, the weather, the weather in New York, New York is um, it's we are turning from summer to fall. It's um, it went from very hot, to very <laughs> okay. cool. Now it's kind of hitting a nice, okay. mid, comfortable temperature, and we're riding it out. But it's a nice sunny day here. Okay. Today. Okay. 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 Nice to know. Um, I'm very excited to have you here on the show. Uh, but uh, meanwhile, just before we get into today's conversation, let me say congratulations to you. You have um, a song, your a new song, right? Premiere today. Am my I brand new song. song. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah my brand, brand new song, song, like we do, came out today. It premiered in Elmore yes. Magazine, and um, wow. it'll be on sale on my website tomorrow. Okay. Okay. But I think that we would have, you know, maybe we would do the honors as well as the. You know, preview the song right here on the show. Uh, maybe before we get into any more conversation, uh, would you mind if you know we just preview that you know that song right now, just before I get into any conversation with you? How about that? How about we do that? That would be great. The be- the first airplay it's going to get is right here with you. So thank you very much. Exactly. <laughs> so let's do it. Let's do it. Let's break the first. Let's do it first. Uh, this is like we do by Peter Kelly. Are we just victims of right place and time? Or were we written in the stars? Was your mission to invade my mind And mine to catch you like a blessing in a jar? The universe has reasons and a plan Life has lessons to be learned Sometimes love and loss go hand in hand Maybe love cannot be found but must be a Love got tough and I gave up 
don't know. I've been trying to figure that out for a long time now. I think um, Peter Kelly is a person who wants to contribute. I think uh, Peter Kelly is a person who walks around the planet Earth and looks at people who build bridges and buildings and and businesses and and there's people who contribute to the world and there's people who walk around it and get mm-hmm. to use all this stuff. I don't want to be just a spectator mm-hmm. to it. I want to give something. I want to leave something. I want to do something that means a lot to people. So my contribution okay. is my music. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. That's okay. my drive. Okay. Uh, that, you know, that, and that makes a lot of sense because, I mean, you're definitely influencing quite a lot of people, you know, who listen to with your music. So I think that that's been you know, a great contribution <laughs> to the planet. Uh, but, you know, let me ask you this. What would you say your, I mean, how would you describe your sound? Now, I'm trying to place you. I'm like, okay, what genre is this? Is it pop rock? What, you know, is it pop? What is it? What, what, what genre of music do you play? How would you describe your sound? Well, I mean, I, 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 I guess it's pop. I mean, I write, you know, three mm. or four minute songs that follow a very pop format. But, um, I mean, mm. I studied and I listened to all kinds of music. I've studied, you know, I listened to a lot of rock. I listened to a lot of jazz. I listened to classical. I, you know, I listened to country. I listened to everything and, you know, rap, whatever it is, it, it, it all kind of comes in. I mean, I guess because of the way my mind works, I could best organize it in the format of a pop song. So, that's what I like. I, I think pop music, I think a lot of musicians, they want to, uh, they have a negative feeling on the word pop. I don't. I pop. think um, <laughs> pop music is engaging. Okay. It, it lights people up. It lights me up. And that's what I am. Um, that's what I think I do. Okay. And, and speaking of the fact that you do obviously listen to different kinds of sounds from what you're saying, you know, you have an eclectic taste in terms of, your, you know, what you love to listen to. But what would you say, who would you say are your musical influences? You know, what particular artists have sort of influenced your sound or you do admire, like, you know, what kind of artists in general are you listening to? Uh, I mean, the people who, who I mean, there's been different people who have influenced me for different reasons and different parts of my career. Mm-hmm. I think okay. as a songwriter and the music that I'm doing now, I mean, I listen to songwriters mm-hmm. and, you know, guys like Billy Joel and the Beatles. Uh, Jeff mm-hmm. Buckley, yeah. Dave Matthews, I mean, mm-hmm. Train, uh, Jamie Cullum. Uh, there's a band out of Canada called Big Rex, one of my favorite bands of all time. I mean, Mumford & Sons, okay. I love that band. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> like, I like people who write songs. I like songs that, you know, that are quality all around. And if it's a pop song, mm-hmm. I like it to have the pop format, but I like strong hooks. I like things that are musically interesting. I like production that is interesting. And... You know, all these people, they kind of, they break ground in every area of their writing and in their, their the music they put out. They 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 try to keep it all interesting and all cutting edge, and that's what I like. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, nice to know. Okay, uh, and um, what exact, I, I know that you um, uh, are a songwriter. And I can see, uh, let me ask you this, like we do, you wrote like we do, right? You, you wrote that yourself. I wrote that song myself, yes. Okay, and so what influences your songwriting? What are the things that you think about when you start to write a song? What are the first things that come into, you know, for some people? Anyway, what what is it that influences your songwriting? 
I mean, everything could be an influence. Um, this conversation could be an influence. I mean, what happens to me uh, when I eat dinner at <laughs> night could be an influence. I mean, something that happens when I watch TV could be an influence. I mean, like a song like Like okay. We Do was a love song, mm. and I, I wrote it about, um, like, me and my girlfriend, we, we met in a very interesting way. And I didn't know if I could okay. tell the story in a song, so I said, let me just write about the mm-hmm. fact that we have this story. That no, we have this thing that mm-hmm. like we do. No one could tell this tale like we do. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. so that was the the influence behind that. And it was like I wanted this song to sound, you know, happy and upbeat to describe the the feelings and mm-hmm. the feelings. You no, know, it just yeah. kind of all comes together: lyrics, music, melody, you know, production. And my producer John Campos jumps in. He was like, "This song needs this. We need this. Put it together." And there it comes. You know, it just. Once you get on the wave, you kind of just ride it until it's done, and you know, and that's how it kind of happens. You know, and you, you saying that this song was inspired by you know just how you and your girlfriend met. Let me ask you this: What did you think about the song in particular? How does she feel about it? You know, she's listening to it. What, what's her take? Oh, she loves that. Does she song. like it? I mean, she, she better like that song. I mean, <laughs> um. <laughs> No, she likes it. That's her favorite one. I mean, she's been, I mean, we've been working on this this album for, you know, two years now. Pretty much the entire mm-hmm. amount of time I've known her, we've been working on this album. And she's heard okay. all these songs that are going to be on the album, and she's heard them in all varying different states of completion, and she's heard the ones that mm-hmm. didn't make it to the album. And this one has been her favorite. Mm-hmm. She gets a smile on her face every time we drive around, and I play it in the car because... I mean, every time we go anywhere, I'm just listening to these songs and, you know, listening to the mixes and making corrections and making notes. We can go in there and make changes. So she can mm-hmm. hear these songs, you know, 7,000 times before they're released. So this one tends to be her favorite. And um, I'm oh, glad. Really? You know. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, you know what? I have quite a lot of com- you know questions to ask you and, you know, as the conversation goes. In. But speaking of favorites, have you been... Um, you said, you know, that's her favorite song. But I do have a personal favorite, actually. Um, and I'd love to play. And that's Maybe. And maybe when we get back on the show, we can talk about that song in particular. So how about I play Maybe? I know this is from your um, first EP, Forever Again Rights, if I'm correct. Yes. It's also going to be featured on the new album as okay. well. It's going to be on the new album. It's going to be featured. Okay, fine. So this is Maybe by Peter Kelly. And we'll talk about it when we get back. Maybe I'm someone Maybe I'm nobody special at all A good son or somebody's best friend Or invisible Maybe I'm growing Maybe I'm Already past my prime Maybe I'm looking for some place to hide What the world decides Maybe it's me Or maybe I just don't like what I see Lately, maybe the world don't like me about me lately maybe the world's not for me 
Maybe she loves me Maybe I'm loved just for being me But if not for the man that I am Then for who I try to be Maybe they're with me, yeah Maybe they're all gonna prove me wrong Maybe I'm scared I've been right all along And I'm all alone And I always liked this lyric, and I never did anything with it. And it was like, maybe she loves me. 
Maybe I'm loved just for being me, mm-hmm. but if not for the man that I am, then for who mm-hmm. I tried to be. And I had this one lyric, mm-hmm. and I had all this stuff going on, and I said, I am going to turn this mm-hmm. into something tonight. And I sat there with my guitar late one night, and I wrote the whole song. And it was one of the fastest songs I ever wrote. I mean, I had the whole thing written in about 20 minutes. I mean, you know, the basic structure of it. And mm-hmm. it, and it, there was something magical about how it came. There was there's something, I mean, everybody mm-hmm. likes that song, that hears it. That's always the one they go to. It kind of, um, that song, it, it kind of plagues me a little bit because, you know, it, it brings me back to a bit of a different time. And, and it was written, you know, several mm-hmm. years before I started doing my own music. It kind of... It's kind of the song that got me and my producer, John Campos, working together because that's what the first thing that he heard was that song. He liked it, and we started, we did like an acoustic guitar demo of it, and then from there we just said, well, let's do a full album. So we did that Forever Again EP, and that song made it. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, I played that song when I was in Hemingway. I actually, we did an audition for um, a guy named Sid Bernstein, and Sid Bernstein is this. Was he was a famed uh, promoter here in New York, and he was most famous for promoting the Beatles. Okay. He also, he's the one that promoted the Beatles oh, wow. at Shea Stadium. Okay. He booked them at um, mm-hmm. Carnegie Hall and some of their early things. And he heard that song oh, and wow. I played it for him in a rehearsal. And he said to me, "He goes, did you write that song?" And I said, "Yes." He goes, "That's a hit song. That that's that song's a hit." And I was like, "Wow." Well, you know, it's not a hit yet, but people like it, and um, it's there and. It's it's you know the most honest thing I had up to that point and you know I guess it's gonna follow me forever. <laughs> it is it is I think it's a hit song. I'll be honest with you, it's just something absolutely beautiful about it. I mean yes, all the other songs are great, you know, but this is something honest, something very naked. Do you understand? Something almost sin- totally sincere, very transparent, revealing. Like I don't know what it is, but. It's almost like I heard the first time I heard it, I fell in love. Like absolutely, went like, oh my god, this song is beautiful. I did like the yeah, other songs I like as well. But you know, this is something totally very. Um, I think that's the word naked, really revealing. You know, well, it definitely sticks out. Yeah, I mean, when when I originally wrote that, it was on guitar and it was had a full band and it kind of sounded like a power ballad. Mm-hmm. And when I started working mm-hmm. with John, we did a like an acoustic, just voice and guitar version of it. And then when we were going to do yeah. the EP, he said, let's do something totally different. Let's try piano. Mm-hmm. And we'll just do yeah. like a, just your voice and a piano. And I went home, and mm-hmm. I'm actually standing about a foot away from the piano that I wrote the piano part on right now. And I sat here every night, and I wrote, mm-hmm. I'm not the best piano player, but it took me about a week yeah. or two to put this part together, piano. And then we went into the studio. We cut the piano part. And then he started putting this ambient type of, you know, production around it and these voices, and it it does stand mm-hmm. out because it is just about the voice and the piano, and it's in the spirit of mm-hmm. um, Adele had a song, um, uh, someone like you that was out around that time, and yeah. he kind of really liked the sound of that piano. Yeah. And that's kind of like the direction mm-hmm. we were going, and exactly and, gave me that Adele feel. Yeah, that's true. I'm listening. Sorry, sorry about that. Oh no, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was saying that you know it gave it gave the Adele feel, you know, and I could almost hear like I could hear a full blown choir or something. I'm not sure what it is, but you know you can hear those voices and the harmony. I don't know the harmony or something. Or his, but it's a beautiful song. Um, but let's go back to let's talk about you for a bit. What do you really like about 
what's your dream? What do you like about being a musician, being a performer? What do you like about being a vocalist? Oh, I mean, it, it's it, it's something new every day. It's every everything you do is an experience. I mean, every time you play on stage, it's it's a new crowd. It's a new thing. You play a song a new way. I mean, every time you're in the studio, mm-hmm. I mean, like I. I think my favorite thing is probably being in the studio. I mean, there's nothing like when you bring an idea mm-hmm. and you're watching it turn into a song mm-hmm. and, and you're watching it before your eyes mm-hmm. because it's almost like your hands aren't on the controls. You just kind of go and you're try- kind of watching it and you're helping it, but it kind of just takes on a life of its own and it's just amazing to kind of be there and witness it. And There's just there's so much. There's nothing like the feedback you get. There's nothing like knowing that you inspired someone. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like... You know, a fan reaching out and saying, "Wow, I love this song," or you know, mm-hmm. you know, I played Baby mm-hmm. today, or listen, or listen to Peter Cowley. He's got great music. It's um, it's exciting, mm-hmm. and the whole it's you know, it it, it just makes life interesting. <laughs> you know, know that you're doing some good. Okay, okay, that's a good part of it. What don't you like about being a musician? <laughs> oh, I don't know. What's what the, don't I like about down, it? What's the down part of it? Oh, the <laughs> down part of it is everything else that I didn't mention because it's not easy. I um, I typically don't get along get along with a lot of musician types. I tend to be very um type A and very uh, regimented and very you know a stickler for details and you know I. I so me, me musicians don't jive often, and um, you know the, the music business is filled with a a million people are looking to take advantage of you or promise you things that they're not going to deliver on. And there's, um, I mean, trying to make a living as a musician is not an easy thing. I mean, in today's world, people do not want to buy music anymore. And, you know, when they don't buy music mm-hmm. and you can't sell records, it's hard to make back money that you spent on, you know, the production. I mean, I'm, I'm a totally independent artist right now. So everything is financed by mm-hmm. me. And, you know, it's like you want to to keep it going it's like you get you got to kind of see a return on your investment and you know it's it's it's, it's a difficult thing and there's a million people everybody who has an, a guitar and an internet connection could be a rock star now and it's like you're competing exactly. to try to get above all the noise so it's 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 just difficult and when you know the music business the people who are running the music business don't even know how to handle it so here i am just one person you know trying to do my best to get my head above the water and you know, it's it's a hard thing. Mm-hmm. It's hard to compete because every day you're pushing and struggling and struggling, and you don't you don't always get the uh, the you don't always get the 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 results you want. And it's it, it's you have to kind of hang in there and, and and put up with a lot and a lot of negativity and a mm-hmm. lot of people telling you no. And before you know, mm-hmm. something good happens. You know, like today, all I, I my song mm-hmm. comes out, I get really great review, and it's like, wow, that's awesome. It makes mm-hmm. me feel so good. I feel like I could write an yeah. entire new album today. But tomorrow will be something else, and mm-hmm. you'll be back, you know, feeling bad about the whole thing again. So it's a struggle. Oh, well. And, and I do understand what you're saying because, you know, I was, you know, listening to something. And it's it's crazy because, you know, the world is, you know, has gone digital and with all, you know, social media, like, who's buying, who, who who's really buying music anymore, you know, like, People are buying albums and you know CDs, so you have to go online and download and streaming and all of that, and it's making it very difficult for independent artists. I, I get that really. I understand that because that also happens with movies as well. Like you know, it's also affecting those who are in the other part of the creative, you know. But um, you know, back. But let's talk about this. Let's um, let me ask you, as an artist, um, what would you say is 
um, one of the biggest misconceptions that people might have about you as a vocalist or in terms of uh, your music, what would you feel is? One of the biggest uh, misconceptions people have about me as a vocalist is that I can actually sing well, because <laughs> I don't know if I do. I work very hard. Is that what? I don't think I, I don't think I'm one of those people that was born with a lot of talent. What I was born with was a lot of okay. desire and a lot of drive. I I, mm-hmm. I have to work okay. very hard to sing like I do on the albums now. I do live and my guitar playing. I mean, I was at mm-hmm. Berkeley College of Music, and you just look at people. You know, mm-hmm. I came from a small town. I was actually living in Florida before I went to college, and you know, around the town, it's mm-hmm. like, all right, this guy's pretty good. I had a bit of a name, and people knew who I was. And then you go to a place like mm-hmm. Berkeley, it's like, mm-hmm. wow. These are people who are really talented, and it just look, it makes it look so easy. And like I have to work so hard, and it never feels easy to me. And that's the thing. I mean, so I, I've always kind of been a guy who kind of stays to myself. I, I lock myself away a lot, and I practice, and I work, and I, and I sing, and I, you know, I, I, I don't write songs in five minutes. I, I go through, and I edit, and I edit, and then I work on the vocal for weeks and weeks and trying to get it right, and, I, and I, I, you know, I go to singing lessons, and I try to keep my voice up, and I feel like I have to do a lot of extra work, but I look at other people who are like, just like, wow, they just write a song, it comes out easy, they open their mouth, and this beautiful voice comes out, and they know exactly what to play in their instrument, <laughs> and I'm just like, wow, <laughs> it took me three months to get where they were in three minutes, so... Oh, God. I can't imagine. Okay, you know what? How about we take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Just stay there. Still go. Uh, yeah. You're listening to The Naked Talk with Alex Okorji. You're listening to The Naked Talk. It's so uncensored. She keeps it real. She keeps it straight. She tells it like it is no matter who's afraid to bear. <laughs> You're listening to The Naked Talk with Alex Okorji. Specially autographed copy of The Naked Experience by Alex Okoroji From timid girl to confident woman It will make you laugh, it will make you cry It will make you cuss, but most of all It will be a great resource for you and your loved ones Log on to www.alexokoroji.net to reserve your copy And win two VIP tickets to the book tour and match Okay, we're back, and if you're just tuning in, this is The Naked Talk with Alex Okoji. And yes, my name is Alex, and I'm broadcasting live all the way from Lagos, Nigeria. And wherever you're listening from around the world, don't forget, uh, you can join this conversation. Uh, I've been speaking with my guest, Peter Kelly, and we've been talking just before we went on the commercial break. We've been talking quite a bit about his journey 
um, into music, and and he's still going to talk to him more. Actually, I haven't even asked him that question. But we're talking about his passion for music, and we did play two songs already on the show. I played Maybe, and, uh, you know, the song that premiered today, uh, like we do. And it's been pretty interesting, you know, just having him on the show and, you know, talking to him about his passion for music and his love for music. Hi, Peter. Hello. How are you doing, Alex? You, you you know what's you know what's funny? It's you know, I just realized that I never asked you, you know, how you know this all started for you. I mean, I do have a bit of idea as to, you know, how this has been so far. But I know that a lot of your fans, you know, who are listening, people who are just listening from around the world and here in Africa probably, you know, wanna know how did this began you know, how did how did it all begin for you? You know, at what point did um Peter decide you wanted to be a musician, you know, how how did this start for you? How did your music journey start? It was, I mean, it was almost like it all happened at one time. I was a young kid. I was in a uh, mm-hmm. my living room with my sister, and we were playing a game, mm-hmm. and we wanted to put on music to listen to while we did our game, and so we put on MTV. And on MTV, I saw okay. the video for Bon Jovi singing You Give Love a Bad Name, and I said, that's what I want to do. I wanted to grow my hair long and put on tight pants and jump around <laughs> and have explosions and girls screaming. And it literally started that day. And I think within a month I had my first guitar and I started taking guitar lessons. And it's just never stopped. I mean, I just never grew my hair long or anything, but I'm still doing the exactly. same thing. Exactly. <laughs> I was gonna ask about that. Like I was like, what happened to the hair and the, and the tight pants? Yeah, I, I never thought I had the the figure for the tight pants, but you know. <laughs> okay, and so from there, you know, your career just started. And um, okay, so what is it like being? You know, I mean, you did you know, just skirt around this, but what was it like being, um, you know, a student at the Beckley, you, you know, uh, College of Music? I mean, for you, what what is it like? What what do you have to go through? I mean, music performance. What is that about? I mean, I mean, it's, 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 well, it's what is it like? You know, going to music school. It's it's it's. 24 hours a day, seven days a week music. And it's, it's, you're with the best teachers and you're with the best players and you're in an environment where people are just talking about music and carrying around instruments and going places to play music and buying music and showing you music. And, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's all music. And it was an amazing experience to be there. I mean, when I was there, I, I, I you know, it's overwhelming, you know, you, you put the pressure on yourself to mm-hmm. compete instead of just sitting there and taking it in and, and just trying to be yourself. I felt like I was trying to compete with people, and I was like, you know what, I'm never going to be as good exactly. as that guy or this guy or this guy. And, you know, I mean, there was, I mean, people like I was there with uh, John Mayer was there when I was there, and uh, people of that nature. And it's, oh wow! So you know, there's, there's there's a lot of, you know, there's just great talent there. It's 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 like no place else I've ever been with so many good people. You know, and then you have teachers mm-hmm. that are just like, forget about it. Like, I, you can't even, like, I could practice and play for the rest of my life. I'm never going to be that good. So I just got to do what I could do. And, and I went from when I first started going to Berkeley, I wanted to be a guitar virtuoso. I wanted to be like a, a Steve Morris or an Eric Johnson or a Mike Stern and, you know, and, and just play real fast and be amazing. And I, I just, I, I never was quite there where I wanted to get. And then I, you know, I, I always liked music and writing songs and pop songs, and I just kind of fell into doing that. And 
it just that mm. became my my passion. It was no longer sitting there with a metronome practicing six hours a night scales. It was, you know, it was writing songs and, you know, trying to connect with songs that connect with people, and that's that became my focus. Okay. Um, you know what? Uh, how about I play one song? You know, it's a beautiful day, and I think that it, you know it'll be a great, you know, just a great opportunity to play your song, Tailwind. Tailwind to do that. That's another song that I really, really like. And you know, we're gonna. I, I noticed some, you know, some rap going on there <laughs> in the middle of other um, influences. But you know, let's listen to this. This is Tailwind uh, by Peter Kelly. Uh, yeah, enjoy. It's a great day for life to begin I'm finally at a place where I've never been I'm talking about a brand new version of me Stripped down to my story wrapped in titanium Disaster. Sometimes you just wake up, wake up this way. It's a beautiful day. when pushing me faster, going with the force of a natural disaster. Sometimes you just wake up, wake up this way. It's a beautiful day. Crush whatever gets in my way My head is coming cool My vision is fast Off to conquer the world Before the ceiling has passed Call the dream only There's a jailbreak in my mind Catch a blast of tail when pushing me faster Forward with the force of a natural disaster Time. You just wake up, wake up this way It's a beautiful day Blast and pushing me faster Forward with the force of a natural disaster Sometimes you just wake up, wake up this way It's a beautiful day
my guest, Peter Kelly, and <laughs> it just kind of has, you know, it kind of makes you bump, you know, you just bump in your head. Hi, Peter. Hey, Peter. Hello, Alex. How you doing? Yeah. So I could hear a little bit of country rap, you know, I'm not really sure what that, you know, just a little bit of some elements of, you know, you know, rap and all of that. That was really cool, too. So tell us a little bit about, you know, this song. What was it that inspired, you know, to tell um, I think on the first album, I, there was a lot of down songs that were like a little down about mm-hmm. things. And so I literally said on this album, I want to show an upside of me. And that was the, actually, Tailwind was the first song that we started to put together for this album. And it was very different when mm-hmm. it started off. It had a very countryish type of feel. It didn't have that rap section. Mm-hmm. It was like two or three different pieces of songs that we kind of just stuck together. Mm-hmm. We had the outline there, and we just left it, and we went on, and we started working on the song Fear of Landing. And we, after mm. we got done with that song, we said, well, let's go back to this other song and we kind of have laying there. And we started chopping it up, cutting it up, and we were like, we need this, we need this, let's write this. And we kind of strung together a bunch of parts, and it was a combination mm. of like two or three different song ideas, and that's how the song came to mm. be. Mm. Yeah, so you know, I, I kind of was right because I thought it had that country rap feel to it. But it does sound very, fully, very happy. One of those very high spirited, you know, uh, kind of very, very, very different from maybe you know the other song. Maybe you know, maybe it's a little introspective, but this is really totally high spirited. Very um, has a lot of energy, for lack of a better word. Yeah, a lot of energy. Uh, but yeah, so you know, I was going to ask you this. Um, I know that Tailwind, I mean, first of all, the song got a, quite a bit of good reviews. And a lot of your songs did get, you know, I mean, it was um, featured in Songwriting Magazine, and you've been compared to quite a number of great talents and great artists. How does it feel really, you know, for you to hear, to get great, great reviews about um, your creation and your art, your music? How does this feel? Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, what can I say? It's like it, I've gotten good reviews and I've gotten bad reviews in my time, and it's it's you know it's interesting to hear what people have to say. It's interesting to hear people's take on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, I, I was kind of mm-hmm. when people in the songwriting magazine premiere that song, they they mention oh there's a rap in this song. I was like, well, I never really thought of it as a rap, but I guess it kind of is. It was more just like a a kind of melodic exercise and. You kind of get this interesting take. Well, this is how somebody who does this and listens to songs and analyzes songs and reviews songs. This is how they listen to it. This is how they hear it. So it's interesting. It's 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 a learning tool. And you know, I try not to take it all to heart. I try not to let it, you know, make my head too big. I try not to let it get me down. Yeah. It's you know because it's um it's just one person's opinion, and you know it, it you know. So sometimes you go with it, sometimes you agree, sometimes you don't. Sometimes it's good and you don't agree with it. I think the one I had one mm. review where someone said my voice sounded like Ozzy Osbourne, and I was like, where did that come from? I had no idea. <laughs> but you know, it was literally the most bizarre thing I ever. Heard. Really? Yeah, I didn't oh. know if I should, you know, oh if I didn't know if I should be flattered or offended, but you know, it's <laughs> whatever. But Ozzy Osbourne does have his fans, so maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Was that a, but yeah, how do you how do you react also when you get like bad, you know, criticism or you know, I mean, people tell you sometimes like, oh, they don't like a song or you know, when do you get negative reviews sometimes to fans? Do you play something for a fan and fan goes, oh, yeah, I don't like it. It doesn't sound. You know, do you get that? Well, it's it's one of those things. It's, it's 
I've been doing this a while, and you kind of get used to it, and you have to kind of learn how to deal with it. I mean, I don't get nearly as much negative energy as I do positive energy. But, you know, the negative ones do stick out, mm-hmm. and people could be mean, and there's trolls out there who are just looking to kind of rain on your parade. But you you kind of just mm-hmm. got to learn to, to deal with it. And it's part of, you know, when you mm-hmm. kind of put yourself out there, you, you're opening yourself up for, you know, people to take mm-hmm. shots. And so people have taken shots, and, you know, I'm still here. You know, I have scars and bruises, but I'm still here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, um, I was going to, you know, I was talking about, um, and I noticed that quite a number of your stuff also have basically been featured in, like, you know, movies or, you know, short films or feature. And that also, you know, goes to show the quality in terms of the song, right? Because for someone, I'm I'm an actor, and I know what, you know, I know in terms of producing a film and production, music is very important. And trying to cast the right song or the right music for your film could be pretty much challenging. So when the song, you know, is so good that it gets featured in a movie, I think it should be a pretty big deal. So tell me, how did maybe I think maybe it was featured in a short film, right? See, yeah, maybe it was in um it was in a feature it was the first song that ever got featured in anything and it was in a short film called um Thanks Dad, which was a finalist at a, okay. um they call it the Trop Fest Film Fest and it, you know, they played there was an, in an they did the festival outdoors in Bryant Park in Manhattan, and there were 10,000 people there, and mm-hmm. me and my, my cousins were there, and John Campos, my producer, we were sitting there, and um, uh, what's the actor's name? The guy who plays Wolverine in the X-Men movie, he was the presenter, and they played all the films, and they played Thanks, Dad, you know, they played Maybe, and I heard Maybe just echoing off all the buildings in New York, and there was 10,000 people there, and <laughs> it was quite an amazing thing, and then the song went on, and it was, it was on, uh, got played on the... The Stars Network a couple of times they played the, the movie and mm-hmm. you know I turned on my TV and there it was and you know it makes mom and dad proud and it makes me smile and you know it's just <laughs> another thing you know. <laughs> Matthew just being very modest about it. Okay, and of course another song too that got featured in a feature film. Uh, you know I was kind of holding up to play that song a little bit more later so we could talk about that particular song. Um, but you know what? How about I play something else? I know there's another song. Um, uh, what's, what's it? What's it? What's it? The one I know that one has a story, very interesting story, Inside Out. Um, but let's take Inside and Inside Out by Peter Kelly, and we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Strumming nothing at lost forwards, and this melody won't go nowhere. You'll be home soon So this will have to do And all I want to say is I love you You're all I'm thinking about Who I'm talking about When I sing my heart out in your mind This song you pulled from my chest my best, but I just couldn't rest till I turn inside out. I turn myself inside out, inside out. I turn myself inside out for you. 
my bones Where my soul is skin Let your grace to places no one's been I want you to know I got nothing left Nothing left to hide The love the others left has long since died You're all I'm thinking about Who I'm talking about When I sing my heart out in your mind This song you pulled from my chest It may not be my best But I just couldn't rest till I Soulful um, rhythm to it. 
Um, I don't know if I'm correct, but that's what I heard. And I love it. Though. I think it's you know, so it's that's that's what's funny about you know listening to your songs. They all have this very different, you know, not they don't all sound the same. You know, it's that's very hard to pin you. You know, it's very hard to pin you into particular. I mean, yes, you do have that pop genre, you know, but they all have very different elements, and you know, and that's what I loved about. You know, just listening to the different songs. Um, but tell us a little bit about Inside Out. I know there's some very interesting story <laughs> behind the songs. Well, Inside Out was um, I had the guitar part, and you know, like you said, like I don't like all my songs to sound the same. I think back in the day when you were an out, when mm-hmm. albums were the big things, you, you made an album and it had a sound, and you had ten or twelve songs mm-hmm. that sounded the same, and it was a sound you were selling. Now it's mm-hmm. more of a single mm-hmm. business, and it's about single songs. So I try to treat every song as a own entity, and I could draw from a lot more, mm-hmm. you know, influence. Mm-hmm. And that was a song that um, I had a guitar part that I really liked, the main guitar riff that goes over and over. And mm-hmm. my my girlfriend, she really liked it. And we had a fight one day, and you know, even though I was right as usual, she uh, went off to work or wherever she went to the store. And I decided that um, when she came back, I wanted to have something for her to let her know that I was still there and everything was fine. And mm-hmm. I took this guitar mm-hmm. thing that she had liked and I wrote the song about that. And that's where the whole song came from. And um, I really wanted to have the soul element. So the uh, the, the lady singing on it is, uh, her name is Eve Soto. She's actually mm-hmm. my old vocal teacher and amazing soul singer mm-hmm. and she blows my mind. So I asked her to come and sing on it because I'm not nearly as soulful as her. So I thought she mm-hmm. could help propel it into that, that world a little bit more and there it is, and that's how the song came to be. Yeah, I love it. You know, I could hear her. You know, I was going to ask about that, but thank God you mentioned that. Yeah, but it does really have a very soulful feel. So, you know, it's such a big, it's a different contrast to maybe, it's a contrast to Tailwind, it's a contrast to, you know, all the other songs that were played. It's almost like I played like four different artists right now, even though it's, you know, one person could have tailored. And I think that's what, you know, so definitely you're going to be keeping your fans excited because nobody knows what they're going to hear next. I think that's what's beautiful about this, that, you know, you're, you know, you're keeping us on our toes and we're going to be listening, like, okay, what's it going to come out with, you know, come out with next? Um, yeah. But let me ask you this. I mean, I know that you've been growing a big, you know, followership, especially online, you know, having people follow you for your music and all of that. Uh, let me ask you, what would be the craziest a fan that has done for you or has done for you or to you? The craziest thing a fan has ever done. I I, I gotta be honest, the craziest thing I think a fan has ever done was some somebody it was actually maybe again. I found this guy who <laughs> was living in Canada had covered my song Maybe and he posted a video mm-hmm. of himself singing it. And he was now going around Canada promoting himself as the guy who wrote the song and he was selling the song and it was it was actually i mean and all he had was it was like my track with him singing over me and he heard my voice in the background it was like a a weird recording he did and I, i said i can't believe this guy i mean he credited me in a youtube video but then he was performing the song we found out when we researched it and then we found him selling it and i was like i had to you know contact no way you know, we had to contact him, and you know, and he, he kind of disappeared. But I'm sure if you look on YouTube, you can probably find this version of it. But if you listen close, you can hear my voice in the background. 
Oh my god! So you had a fan impersonating you? Oh my god! You know that's crazy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna look out for it. I'm gonna go look for it. Oh my god! That's crazy. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's and it, it was crazy. only like a 20 second or, or a minute. It wasn't even the whole song. It was just like a little clip of the song and him singing along to my track. I, I don't know how he did it, but there it was. <laughs> But, you know, maybe it's such a beautiful song because, you know, even, it kind of wakes you up, you know, even, even I mean, wakes up the singer in you, even if you're not a, you know, a true singer, you're thinking, oh, you know, maybe I could just collaborate on that song, or maybe I could do feature, or maybe I could just pass it up as mine. <laughs> okay, that's totally, absolutely crazy. But let me ask you this. Um, if, you, if, if you could collaborate with one person, with an artist, if you could feature one artist or do a song, have you thought of, I mean, who would you think of? Someone oh you'd love God. to have in one of your songs. The <laughs> obvious choice. I mean, there's two uh, very obvious choices. It would be Paul McCartney or Billy Joel. I mean, I think oh, those okay. are just master songwriters. I mean, they're old school songwriters. I would love to see mm-hmm. if I presented them with an idea, what they would do with my idea, or what they would say of it, what they would think of it, how they would go about building on it. Mm-hmm. I'd love to just watch them in action. That would be like my heaven to see like how those guys work. And um that mm. would be crazy. Okay, can you think of, you know, maybe you know, any new artists, you know, young artists and you or someone that you actually have listened to their stuff and you really do like. Do you you know, they're new artists. I I love like like um like Marcus Mumford from Mumford and Sons. I think um, that's another okay. guy. I, I he did he was involved in that that Bob Dylan basement tapes thing where he they took these Bob old Bob Dylan lyrics and they made songs out of them. And the two mm-hmm. songs that he made mm-hmm. just blow my mind. I listened to them all the time in my car, and I was like, another guy. It's just like God, what a what a he's got such a, such a sense of how things just need to go. Mm-hmm. It, just, it just seems to flow out of him. Like the ideas, everything just seems so simple but perfect. And. Uh, so I love to see how he. It, it's more like a learning thing, just watching what these guys do or how they think. You know, the state of mind they get themselves into. Okay, um, uh, let me ask you this. I know that um, I mean, for your first earliest thought, uh, you know, discovering music was you and your sister. How does your sister feel about your music? I'm going to ask you this. I know your your girlfriend obviously is a big fan. But who would you say is the biggest fan of what you're doing, like, you know, within your family or, or your closest friends? Who would you say is your number one fan when it comes to your music? Oh, I, I always think, um, you know, mom is a big fan, and, you know, everyone's very supportive in the family. Okay. I mean, I have some really great fans on Twitter, um, you know, that I hear from all the time, like, um, you know, there's certain people who are just so vocal. I mean, I, I'm thinking of a girl... Jenny, Jenny is her screen name from Canada. It's always writing me, and Hannah that writes me, and there's just there's people who just write all the time, and, and there's a girl Kimmy who lives in you know Virginia, and uh, these are people who are just they're very active. And, and every time I turn on my Twitter, every time I post something, these are the first people to retweet it or write back or give me feedback, and you know it's mm-hmm. everything you do when you have people like that, it's just kind of it's a push for you. It keeps you going, and that's. You know, yeah. you need that. You need that. You need that kind of feedback. Or am I like, am I doing a good job? And these people are always there to let you know that you are. So. 
and connecting with people. And it would be nice, you know, I don't know if you listen to a lot of African music and all of that, but, you know, we've got people here doing quite a lot of stuff. And, you know, it would be nice to one day have Peter Kelly come to Africa, who knows, come to Nigeria and perform for a concert or something, you know, a tour, you know, we never know how this thing's going to go. Anybody can be listening right now. So um, have you ever thought, would, would that be something that would interest you to come in, you know, and perform in Africa? Absolutely. Anywhere they'll have me, if I can afford to get there and I can make it worth my while, I'd love. I mean, that. I mean, that's yeah. what I'm hoping the music takes me. I mean, I'm doing this, you know, and I hope it takes me around the world and uh, takes me to places I never thought about going. And absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what would you say? As you know, what 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 what's the side of you that people never get to see, like the public never get to see? I know that you know, with every artist, you know, you know, we have the public persona, and then there's the private one that we kind of like guard and shield away from people. What would you say is the, you know, is the part of you that people never really get to see? Um, I think, I, I, you know, I'm actually a, I'm actually a kind of uh, introverted person. I, I, introverted I, I'm person, very quiet, yeah, tell. I'm very quiet around people I don't know. Like when I play shows and, you know, as soon as I'm not on stage, I kind of like, go outside or I find myself into a corner by myself. I you know, I seem to I, I um I'm a little anxious around people. I I don't socialize that easy. So I mean there's that side of me. I'm you know, I, I, I you know, when when you ask me questions I could talk, but if you put me in a room full of people who I don't know, I, I get very quiet. I guess another side of me is when I'm hanging out in the house I I joke around a lot. I also love to eat. I, mm-hmm. I can eat a whole pizza by myself and um <laughs> There's, there's that side of me that I don't, I'm not too proud of, but you know, <laughs> it happens. <laughs> so yeah, there's different, there's different sides of me. But is there a particular reason why? I mean, I do understand that you're introverted, and I can tell because you know you're very laid back about you know. But at the same time, is it is this just something? Is this just the way you've always been? Or is it is it an image? What is it? Is, is it something about other people that you know totally makes you uncomfortable? Or is it just who you are? You're just this quiet person who just doesn't like to socialize? Or is it what is it? You know, I need to, I like to find out because it's nice. Usually people just assume the artist and you know artists uh, extrovert, right? And they always want to be out there and be seen yeah. and be noticed and they you know. So when you find one who's not very who's very introverted, you know. It's, pretty interesting because I want to know what is it? Is it something about other people or is it just you or you wary of people? What is it? Is it how you I, I don't know. I just, as far as I can remember, I, I guess when I'm with when I'm with people that I know well, I sometimes can mm-hmm. be extroverted. But that's with people that I'm very close to. Mm-hmm. It's when I'm around people I okay. don't know too well, I, I immediately take a back seat. I, I kind of get real quiet. Like, mm-hmm. kind of, you know, Oddly quiet sometimes, where people are staring at me, wondering what I'm, you know what I'm thinking, and um, I, I think it's I don't know, like I just I never feel like you know people are looking to hear from me, so I just kind of sit there and I wait to ask questions. It's 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 a bit of a problem mm-hmm. in the music world. You, you you know you have to network and you have to meet people, and it's like I don't like feeling like mm-hmm. I'm bothering people. I don't like inserting myself into people's lives, you know. So, you know, I, I just mm-hmm. like, pick up a guitar and I make a lot of noise with that and that gets attention of people and so hopefully that's my way to communicate. 
Okay, let's let's talk about let's talk about you as um as an instrumentalist or as a guitarist. I know you played the guitar. Um but how does that I mean, that's one of my favorite instruments actually. So I really like to talk about people who love to play the guitar. <laughs> because I wanna I, I I would hope that would one day learn. My dad used to be um a musician back in the day here in Africa and so he, he does play the guitar very well, but I never learned. So when I see people who know how to play the guitar, it's always very interesting for me. So how did that, you know, was this right after watching uh, <laughs> on MTV? Or what, was your, what, is your, what is your love, how did your love with the guitar, that, that particular instrument? Is there any particular reason why it is the guitar and not the piano or not the drums? Well, I think when I was a young kid, I had a cousin that played drums, and I think I wanted to play drums first. And I, I think my parents, you know, they, they maybe didn't support the amount of noise that that was going to create in the house. <laughs> so years later, when I actually, yeah. you know, said I wanted to play guitar, I think from watching MTV, like my perspective was like, well, the, the, the singer's out front, so he's, he gets a lot of attention, so maybe I want to be like the second guy. Like The guitar player was kind of like, in the spotlight, but he was not up front. So it was kind of mm. like he could be quiet, mm. but he still get some attention. So that's, I think, mm-hmm. why where my guitar interest started on that level. And then when you start playing mm. and you start getting into it, then, you know, there's a bond with you and the instrument and a feeling and the connection you get to that. And, you know, there's just so mm-hmm. much you can do with it. And, you know, I've studied guitar and I've learned Bach pieces and I've played jazz things. And there's just so much you could do mm-hmm. with the instrument. And it's, it's just... It, it, it's it's my thing. Like I, you know, if there's a guitar in a room. Like I need to pick it up, and and people are talking, and I'm kind of playing over them. I I just can't kind of stop myself. So I'm always mm. making noise. I'm always banging on tables or my legs, or banging on other people's legs, and playing drums on them. And <laughs> you know, that's kind of what I do. Okay. Okay. You know what? How about you know just before we uh, you know wrap this up? I mean, we've been talking for quite a while. Uh, how about I play, you know, this last song by Peter Kelly, and this song is Pier of London. Yes, Pier of London. I can see crazy in your eyes. Red paces, your night was better than mine. I think a little change might do you well. Walk by what I try to sell So Do your thing Do your thing And who Cause you're hopeless And I'm helpless Cause when you go up You don't want You don't want to let
This song is featured in a movie, right? It's featured in a movie as well. Yes, it is. It's uh, it's in a movie. It was picked up in a movie called Fifth Fathers, which is actually um, okay. it's an urban comedy. Um, actually, I actually haven't even seen the movie yet. I've only seen clips of it, but it's about. Um, it doesn't really relate, but it's about a a football player who doesn't have parents mm-hmm. who's trying to audition people to be his parents, and it's a comedy, and it looks really funny. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, and the uh, you know, I connected with the uh, the music supervisor Maurice, and he he really liked the song, and they wanted to use it, and mm-hmm. it was in the it's in the movie, it was in the trailer, and. Yeah, it's kind of like a it's a real honor just to be part of that. You know, they they put a lot of work. Mine's a really well done film, and to just think that my song, you know, was good enough to compete and, and be considered for something that was done that well, you know, it, it makes me proud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really good, and um, it's you know also part of this new album. Um, and you're going to tell us a little bit about the album just before we wrap the show. But um, first of all, I know you just released, you also released the video of the song. The video of the song is out. Right. The video for Fear Landing is out, yes. And it's doing very well because I know you've been getting quite a lot of views and YouTube and all of that. How's it, how's it doing? Oh, tell me. How's it doing? You know, how people reach out to receive the video. The video is doing great. I mean, me and my producer made that video ourselves. I mean, we had the help of his daughter, my girlfriend. A lot of it was shot just on our iPhones, and and I kind of it was my first attempt at a video. We said we need a video. Let's just see what we could do ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we ran around with cameras all over the place. Some of it was in Boston. Some of it was in New York. And we just I sat there. I locked myself in my basement, which I often do for a week, and I edited the whole thing together and. There we had it, and um, we actually have a new video coming out. It's going to be for the song Like We Do, which I'm still finalizing the editing on. It should be out in a couple of weeks. And for that, I actually use like a director and actors, and it's um, it's a different type of video. And but music videos are important, and they're they're good, and it's, a, it's like a necessary tool, and it's a necessary form of expression with the song. It just kind of just takes the song to a whole new level. Mm. Okay, yeah, that's good to know. Well, just before we let you go on the show, I know that you have a new album coming out in October, if I'm correct. Um, what are we expecting in this album? I think it's Don't Leave Me Alone. Well, what are we expecting in this album? Just, you know. The song is called Don't Let Me Be Alone. It's um, coming out October 30th. Um, some of the songs you know, okay. it's, um, it's going to have you know, the first three songs that were released for Fear Landing and Tailwind Inside Out. You know, because originally we were just going to do like okay. a three or four song EP, and then we decided, you know what, let's do a full album. So we released those songs one at a time, and then we said, let's get back and we'll write a bunch of new songs. So it's going to have um, five new songs. Okay. The first one that was released came out today, which was like we do, and there's four more that'll be yeah. on there. And um, it's just more of the same. It's, it's more of just taking each song as its own entity and trying to do something interesting with each song and you know, doing what we do, <laughs> like we do. <laughs> yes, like we do. But, I, I, you know, what's interesting is why you call it this album Don't Leave Me Alone? Like, you know, why, why why, why, did you title the album, yeah? Don't Let Me Be Alone, yeah. The, the album, the name came from one of the songs. One of the songs that's on the album okay. is called Don't Let Me Be Alone. Mm-hmm. And, um... There's several reasons that that song. I mean, no one's heard it yet, so it won't be out until the album's available. But it's, it's probably my favorite song on the album. 
And, and what's okay. interesting about that song is it was a song that used to be another song. I totally disassembled a, a, an old Hemingway song of mine, and I reconstructed this new song out of it. And um, it, it's just another one of those songs that just kind of came out. Like I kind of struggled with it, struggled with it, and also one night I sat there and like wrote the whole thing in a half hour. And it's my favorite song I think I may have ever written. And for the people who have heard it, it seems to be the favorite of amongst a lot, you know, some of the musicians and, and, and some of the people that, that work with me. And I feel really good about that song. And I said, you know what? I don't want that song to go unnoticed. And so I want to put that song as a title. And um, I, I think it, the, the title talks about it. There's a message. Don't let me be alone. You know, let me know that you, you appreciate okay. what I'm doing. You know, if you You're support what I'm me. doing, then yeah. get behind me. And, exactly. Mm-hmm. Support me. Be with me. Okay. I do get it. Uh, I get it. Uh, I was going to say something and it totally just went t- totally off top of my head. I can't remember what it is. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I do. So um, here's what I know that you're supposed to be playing somewhere tomorrow. I'm not sure if I'm correct, but you do have a gig. You know, are there any gigs lined up? Are you going to be playing? Yes. I'll be in Brooklyn tomorrow night, in Brooklyn, New York. Um, I'll be doing, like, a short acoustic. I've been doing a number of, like, just solo acoustic shows. I was in Virginia last mm-hmm. week, and I've got one in Brooklyn tomorrow, and then next week I'll be in uh, in Westchester County, New York, in a place called Croton. But tomorrow I'll be at the, the Greenhouse uh, Cafe in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, doing an acoustic set at 9.30. And then next week at 8 o'clock I'll be at the Green Growler in Croton-on-the-Hudson, New York, um, doing a, another acoustic mm-hmm. set. A lot of the songs that you know, a lot of them from the new album, and a couple covers. And okay, okay, well, well, okay, but you know, I, I'm looking forward to you know just um, I can't wait for the album to come out because I really now you now you have me totally, totally, totally thinking about don't leave me alone. But you know, for you to say it's your favorite song, I'm you know I'm totally, totally has my career. You picked my curiosity with that one. And just having listened to all the different kinds of songs that have come out from you, um, I'm very curious right now because I can't say for sure what it would sound like, you know? So I think that's pretty amazing because then you have people looking forward to your album, and I can't wait for that album to come out in October. And it'll be nice to have you back again on this show some other time. Maybe, you know, maybe when the album is out or maybe when something new happens, you know, I'd love to have you again on the show. Uh, and it's been an you know, amazing night just talking to you. Hello? Hello. Thank you so much, and thank yeah, you so, so much for having amazing, me. You know, yeah, and you know, I, you know, I wish you, I wish you all the best with the album, with the new album, and just basically with the music. I think you're doing an absolutely great job, and I'm sure that um, you know, people are listening from wherever they're listening around the world. Um, they, you know, you definitely have inspired people with just what you can but just before we get out you know just before we get off I just I kind of want you to just leave one little message for someone you know um there are lots of talented people every day who are trying to hone their craft and they'll find faith in you know in their music or in their talents you know what would you say basically what would you say to inspire those people who have you know some sort of feel of like <laughs> what would you oh, say man, what would you say you know something like this? It's the most obvious thing. It's the most obvious thing. It's like if you really want to do it, then commit to it. Do it. Mm-hmm. Work hard at it. Don't fool yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, be honest. It's it's okay. it's a rough road, but it's a rewarding road, and mm-hmm. you gotta stick to mm-hmm. it and work hard. And it doesn't it doesn't come easy. 
Okay. Okay, Peter. Thank you so much for being the guest on the show. I've had so much awesome. I mean, I've had such a great time just talking to you and getting you out of your introverted cocoon because, you know, I know you can be very quiet, but you did get to laugh a bit. So <laughs> I'll go back to not talking now. <laughs> Oh, no, no. That, I think we need to keep you here for another 30 minutes or so so that we can get you to keep talking. Uh, but it's been an amazing, it's been an amazing show just having you here. And uh, I wish you all the best with it. And I hope that, you know, we stay connected. Okay, you know, you never know. Absolutely. Let's stay connected. Um, we will stay connected. And um, we will definitely stay connected. And, and I will definitely get you a copy of the new album. And I hope all your listeners uh, check my website out at peterkellymusic.com. Yes. You can find uh, all the ways okay. to connect with me and find the songs and stay up to date. And thank you so much for having me, Alex. I really appreciate it. It was a great time, and I you know my my I got my voices all warmed up for tomorrow now. <laughs> yes, and you know how can they find you on Twitter? What's your Twitter handle? My Twitter handle is at Peter Kelly Music, and uh, on Facebook it's uh, Facebook.com/slash Peter Kelly Music Number One. There's a one there. And, you know, if you go to my okay. website, peterkellymusic.com, there's all the links to all that stuff. So it's easy to find me from there. Yeah, thank you so much, Peter. Thank you so, so, so much for being a guest on the show. And uh, let me not keep you any longer. You know, you go have fun and enjoy uh, the rest of your day. Uh, thank you so much. All right. Have a good one, Alex. Thanks for having me. Okay. Bye. Bye. Okay, guys. Um, if you live, bye. Okay, guys, if you're listening, that's been such an amazing show with my guest, Peter Kelly. And it's nice, you know, talking to Peter about his music, you know, his journey, his experiences, his thoughts, and, you know, a little bit of you know, his, his, you know, his desire and his fears and all of that. And it's pretty enlightening, illuminating conversation, and I got to know learn a bit about him, and I'm sure you guys got to hear a bit more about him. And if you need to find out and reach out to Peter, don't forget to check out his website at www.peterkellymusic.com. Yes? And you can catch him on Twitter. He's very active on Twitter, so you can get on Twitter, follow him, you know, and interact with him and get to listen to, you know, all the other stuff. You can connect with him at Peter Kelly Music. Yes, at Peter Kelly Music. Yes. Uh, don't forget it. And, uh, guys, yes, I do have giveaways. What's wrong with you? <laughs> What's wrong with you all? Well, you can send, as always, thank you guys for all the messages you sent me. I get all your messages. You all keep sending me messages. Uh, you know, thank you so much. And if you have more messages, thoughts, you know, contributions, you can always send them to thenakedtalk at gmail.com. And, uh, yes, and, of course, I definitely try to, you know, we try to, you know, respond one way or another. Just always send, you know, you can send your contributions to makeitalk at gmail.com and we'll get back to you. Yes, Ask Alex Talk Therapy, you know, begins is always available Friday to Sunday. As always, you can go to my official website at www.alexacorgi.me and, of course, click on Ask Alex and you can, you know, visit my booking page. Uh, don't forget to check out my blog, www.alexacorgi.me uh, and click on blog, yes. And, guys, if you miss the show, you know, it's all about, you know, you can catch the show on Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn Radio. We're syndicated all over your radio, guys. So if you know anyone who missed this, you can always come back here and click on the archive show and listen back to the show. And you can catch all the other shows that you missed, you know, all the other shows that you missed. You can click on them, listen or download, you know, whatever it is. And, yes, um, share. Don't forget to share. You can share on Facebook, Twitter, 
you know, wherever it is. And don't forget, follow me on Twitter. I'm at Alex Okoroji. Yes, Alex, A-L-E-X-O-K-O-R-O-J-I. Yes, I'm at, I'm at Alex Okoroji, so you can follow me on Twitter, and you can follow me on Facebook. Don't forget to follow our pages on Facebook. And, yes, this is my official website, www.alexokoroji.me. And you will find a little bit more. There's a lot happening. Yesterday I wrote my Monday Brags, and I'm going to bring in Monday Brags to live streaming. So, hey, guys. I can get you to brag with me, yes, if you are boldly, radically achieving goals. That's for brag. Boldly, radically achieving goals, yes, you can brag with me. And that was actually inspired by something that I saw on Rachel Rothay's website. So, yes, you know, yeah, we get inspiration from everywhere else. So it was really nice to see that. And, you know, I'm hoping she's going to be a guest on the show very soon. I'm looking forward to my conversation with that. And I've got quite a guest lined up for the rest of September. And October is going to be crazy, amazing. Some of the biggest, richest, most meaningful, deepest conversations will tend to uh, unscripted, unrehashed, uncensored, unfiltered, real conversations with real people about real life experiences. And that's what the Naked Talk is about. It's about sharing and connecting in ways that, and you know, you know what's amazing about it? All the conversations are always so different because people, you know, just have their different experiences and their different perspectives on life and career and everything else. So it's really nice to kind of dig into the minds of people and just, you know, talking is free. Hey, so guys, you know, um, you know, my webinar, uh, the Naked Challenge 102 is coming very soon. Um, how to finish what you started. Last time we had 101 and 101 was from idealist to realist. And you can still catch that webinar video um, on my blog. Just go to my blog, www.alexopoji.net. Alexander and Henneke, or go to my official website and click on blog. It will take you to my blog. And you can click on webinar and, you know, just get access. You can rent the video for $4.99. Or buy, you know, to stream the video. You can stream, download the video, sorry, for $9.99. And I share my 10 basic mind strategies on how I went from being, you know, just a regular dreamer, an idealist, to actually achieving goals. And how I able to motivate myself and challenge myself to become a go-getter. That's what this video is about. So it's a tutorial, and I'm going to you know, share with you basic, my, my basic mind strategies and how I'm able to constantly inspire myself, push myself, and motivate myself to achieve more. And you can do that because I did have my years back, and you know, there, there was a time when I wasn't working as an actor. I stopped doing quite a lot. I stopped achieving real goals, you know, just dreaming, but I never really did much. So, you know, it's nice to be able to share the things that I've learned the hard way. And that's what the Naked Challenge is about. It's about challenging people to go for their own goals, you know, challenging them to motivate themselves to achieve their own desires and their visions and their own goals. So if you missed my live webinar, don't forget you can go to my official website, click on blog and click on webinar. You can even find it on my official website and download, you know, the Naked Challenge 101. It's just $4.99. That's, you know, for all the information, for all the um, inspiration you're going to be getting, trust me, that's something that's going to, you're going to take with you for life and definitely is going to push you to achieving that goal, whatever your goal is or your vision is. It'll tip you, you know, you know tip you over your challenges and, and get you moving in the right direction. Yes, and of course, uh, like I said, as always, talk therapy is, you know, still available Friday to Sunday. You want a listening ear, someone to talk to, you know, you need clarity. Uh, or you're trying to achieve a presence of mind, or you want to be more expressive, well, <laughs> talking is, you know, we can talk about your your deepest concerns. And, of course, I do have an opinion. People think I have an opinion about everything. So I'll let you know what I think and help you get some more clarity 
And you can visit my official website and you can find out more about how I can help you um, achieve those goals. Well, it's been an interesting talk Wednesday. And, yes, I'm still a little bit, you know, a little uh, from the whole dental procedure that I had last week or two weeks ago. But I'm getting there. I'm almost sounding better. I'm sure by next week I'll be 100% myself and I'll be able to talk as freely as I <laughs> I normally do. But it's been interesting talking to Peter Kelly. He's such an amazing artist. You know, I played quite a number of songs. If you missed the songs, you can listen back to the show and capture all the other songs I played. I played Maybe. Um, today we premiered Like We Do. And my favorite is Maybe, actually. And then after that, I did um, Inside Out. And, you know, the story, we had a great conversation as to how some of the songs came about. And it's nice and very interesting to see that you know, all these different songs, you know, different sounds actually come from one artist. And um, don't forget, you can send your messages if you have any thoughts about the show today. You can send them by email to themakeatalk.gmail.com. Or if you want to connect directly with me, you can email Alex Okorji, alex at alexokorji.me. And, of course, I'll respond. Um, as always, don't forget that expression is a sign of strength, not weakness. Uh, you do, You need not apologize for who you really are. It's okay to... Be yourself and think what you're thinking and feel what you're feeling. Um, you know, it's okay to be expressive, you know, um, and that's what this show is about. It's about embracing being real and transparent and being open, you know, without, you know, feeling, feeling like you need to apologize for being who you really, really are. I do have giveaways, and, well, yes. Um, how about, you know, let's do this. I do have giveaways. Um, here's a question just, you know, so before we wrap the show, what is the name of Peter Kelly's upcoming album? His album's going to be released in October. What is the name of that album? If you can send your answer to themakertalk at gmail.com, you get a naked, you get one, you get a the Naked Talk tea, yes? You get, you have this beautiful tea. And I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be sharing an image of the memorabilia on Twitter so you can see what your T-shirt is going to look like. If you know the name of the album, we talked about it on the show. So, hey, listen back. If you missed it, what is the name of Peter Kelly's upcoming album? And you can win a T-shirt, beautiful T-shirt, trust me. Uh, well, so it's been an absolute great, great conversation with you guys, as always. Don't forget, keep sending your emails. I like the interaction. Don't forget, follow me on Twitter, you know, and listen back to all the other shows. Yes, my last show, but, oh, my God, it was crazy. Had 160-something, yeah, 160. 20, oh, sorry, 132,000 listens. Um, she went from being, you know, you know, the the show with the highest calling to actually being the highest kind show. Crazy. <laughs> and the numbers keep going and going and going. It's crazy. People listen from all over the world. If you miss that archive, don't forget you can catch us here or go to my official website, click on radio, or go on Stitcher or go on iTunes or go on TuneIn and just catch the show. I love you guys, as always, for listening. Don't forget, um, expression is a sign of strength, no weakness. And I'll catch you again same time on Friday Radio Special. I love you for listening. Let's
listening to The Naked Talk with Alex Okorochi.